White Castle presents CEO Lisa Ingram. My great-grandfather opened White Castle in 1921, which is why I'm excited to announce the new 1921 slider, inspired by how we made them 100 years ago with a 100% beef patty topped with cheddar cheese, caramelized onions, tomato, lettuce, and pickles. Come see why originality never goes out of style. I'm Lisa, but you can call me the Slider Queen. White Castle. Long live sliders. Pasteurized processed cheese at participating castles. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. This is Rob McConnell wishing each and every one of you a very, very Merry Christmas and a happy, healthy, prosperous New Year. From our home to yours, love, light, and spirituality today and every day from this day forward. Merry Christmas, everyone. The Exxon Radio Show is heard on radio broadcast affiliates worldwide, including AM 580 CFRA in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, WPUL AM 1590 in Daytona Beach, Florida, KOHI AM 1610 in St. Helens, Oregon, KHRO AM 1150 in El Paso, Texas. And for more information on becoming a professional broadcast affiliate of the Exxon Radio Show, visit www.xzbn.net or call toll-free worldwide 1-800-610-7035. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. All Hit Radio To the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you from our studio in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. We're going to be talking about miracles this hour. Talking about angels, demons, and 
why and how some people attract demons to, into their lives. My special guest this hour is Pastor Patrick Elizabeth Sims, a native of Meriden, Meridian, I'm sorry, Mississippi. And, um, geez, on July 31st, the pastor will be celebrating 34 years of marriage to her husband. She has three daughters, one son, five granddaughters, and three grandsons. And Pastor Sims is with Mana Ministries, and their website is www.manaministries.net. And Pastor, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you. I'm excited about being on your show today. Well, we're, well, we're very happy to have you with us, Pastor. It seems that these times are truly a times of angels, miracles, and a rebirth, a resurgence in people looking for God. Why is that? Yes. Well, with the, the, the situations that are in our world, looking at the economy, um, the, the earthquakes, the tsunamis, um, people are looking for some help. They're looking mm-hmm. for some answers. They're wondering. And I've had several, we've had several who've called us and asked, you know, are, are we living in the last days? What's really going on here? Mm-hmm. And the answer to that is, yes, we are living in the last days. And what we see happening around us now is only going to escalate and get worse than what we see. But is it really the end days, the end of the world, Pastor, or is this just the end of the old ways and the beginning and realization that there's much more to life than we understand and people around the world are going to join in spiritual relationships as never before? Well, I know that we, what we believe, there's a scripture, well, several, actually, Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking particularly of Matthew 25 that talks about the different things that will be going on in the world during the end times. And, of course, the end times that just did not just now begin, but we are definitely actually in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe the end times started uh, right after the crucifixion. Yes. Pastor, stand by. You and I have to take our break. We'll be back in two minutes. Exonation Pastor Patrick Elizabeth Sims is our special guest. And she is with Mana Ministries in Lawton, Oklahoma. Their website, www.manaministries.net. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exon. We're going to be talking this hour to the pastor about miracles. We're going to be talking to her about divine interventions, demons, angels, and much more. Don't go away. We'll be back in two minutes. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jennings, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is, For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Back in Victorian England, a famous theologian posed a perplexing riddle. Why are the two top personalities in the Bible tagged with the numbers 7 and 11? Academics agree the answer is found in the stunning discovery of a hitherto secret Bible structure explained in a new book called The Genesis Grid. The discovery is so simple that preschool children could illustrate it. Certain claims are hugely controversial and may offend some, but at the X-Zone, we've studied this awesome new book and agree with one expert, and I quote, These discoveries appear to be beyond coincidence. So who or what hid this wonderful pattern in the Bible, and what might they do next? 
Find out more, Exxon Nation, and read reviews on www.genesisgrid.co.uk. That's www.genesisgrid.co.uk. Exxon Nation, my guest this hour is Pastor Patrick Elizabeth Sims, and uh, the pastor is with Mana Ministries. Their website is www.manaministries.net. And Pastor, I guess a lot of people ask these days, do miracles really happen? Uh, My answer to that is definitely yes, they do still happen. And I have been the recipient of several of them myself. I've been the eyewitness to many of them in my own family. My my husband, uh, Bishop Kenneth Sims, in October of 2003, he coded at UAB in Birmingham, Alabama. And this was all after having three brain surgeries about a week prior to that. Um, he had an inoperable golf ball-sized tumor embedded in the occipital area of his brain. Mm-hmm. And there's really, (laughs) excuse me, there's really too many medical problems that he was experiencing for me to name them here. But he coded and was placed on the ventilator, and we had at any any given time a team of 16 to 23 specialists. After a few hours, the chief of these specialists called me in and said, "Uh, your husband is too far gone, you need to pull the plug, because when they're this far gone, they never returned. Mm-hmm. But before this actually happened, my husband had warned me that it would and that no matter what they say, that I needed to stand and not back down, don't, not to pull a plug. And that was a difficult thing to do, but I had to put my faith out there and to do just that, to stand on that. And I insisted that they put a feeding tube in. And when I was allowed to go and see him, it was no doubt that he was not there. I mean, he was a big man, bodybuilder, muscle-bound, and he had just been reduced to, like, 140 pounds. He looked purple. He was, uh, eyes were walled. They were fixed. His mouth was just hanging open, and he really wasn't there, like they said. But I would go in every day and... I would pray over him, I would speak uh, God's word over him, and I just talked to him like he could hear me and he could understand me, and I would sing songs that my daughter and I, my daughter wrote them, but we sing together as a group, and I would sing those songs over him, and they they felt kind of sorry for me because they thought um, that I was just really in denial, but I was standing, just standing in faith, believing, and to make a long story short... On the third day, he rose, mm-hmm. and when I walked into the room, into the ICU, he was in ICU, CCU, CICU, MCI. He had so many problems, and then even after he um, came back on that third day, um, the heart surgeon called me that afternoon and said, he's got some problems with the heart, and oh, we're going to try to let him rest up a little bit because he's really not uh, able to bear this surgery, but we either do it or he dies. And I was just convinced that God did not bring him back for him to be out of here. And I was thinking about the words that he said. And uh, long story short, in a space of about six weeks, he had five <laughs> operations. He had one um, to the brain where um, they were trying to operate on a golf, that golf ball-sized tumor. And 
then he had to have a correction to that because the surgeon um, failed to tie off, um, uh, failed to cauterize some leaky vessels. So after having two blood transfusions prior to the surgery to try to get him ready for this, they allowed him to bleed for three consecutive days profusely. He never should have lived through that. But, you know, a miracle is, uh, well, even Webster describes it as an extraordinary event manifesting as a supernatural work of God. And there is no other way for me to describe what happened with him in that he's died twice and he's been near death so many times. He's reinvented himself three times. Um, and he's just, he's motivational for anybody who gets uh, around him. Uh, they, in fact, we're, he's called the Iron Man because he just keeps, keeps coming back. But his faith is, is so strong in God, and that's why he's still here. I mean, it's a miracle that he is still walking around because before the brain surgery, the doctor in Mississippi told me to anticipate that he would be a blind vegetable if he lived. But he, when they were bringing him out of surgery and taking him into recovery, he was just swinging those arms and legs and just fighting with everything that was within him. And I would tell, I told the medical doctors and nurses and professionals, my husband and I will walk out of here together. And that was even when he was considered dead by all intents and purposes. And uh, it was about three months later before we actually did walk out of there, but we did walk out. Tell me about angels. During your, your, your ordeal with your husband's many medical problems, to the fact that the doctors basically told you to pull the plug and, and you stood by your husband's wishes and based on your husband's wishes and, and your belief, did any angels come to you? Did you see any angels? Did, was there any angelic help? I didn't actually witness seeing any at that point, mm -hmm. at that during that time that we were in the hospital. But there were nurses that would come in. We had so many people coming in to our room for prayer, and they would say, "There's something. There's a, a strong presence, a soothing, calming presence in this room." And even as sick as what he was, they just wanted to be around him. So. They would come in sometimes 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, and nurses would sit on my little cot in bed, and I would pray with them, um, share with them, and, and help them. And one night, my back was to the window where I was sitting on the cot, and the nurse was sitting, obviously, opposite of me, and I saw her look up and just in amazement, and it happened really fast, and she said she'd never seen anything like that before. She said, an angel just went behind you. And that was encouraging to me because she was not a, be a believer like I was, mm -hmm. uh, but she saw the, the angel. And we had a, a, another experience where a young lady who uh, was in housekeeping had come to my room shortly after he, he my husband coded, and she came in to comfort me. <clears throat> that was her intent. But I, I started talking to her about some of the things that I knew that she was doing, and I told her that my husband was in much better shape than she was because he had his, his security, if you will, his, his life insurance and his life assurance. He knew where he would go if he should pass, mm -hmm. but then I made sure that I let her know, but this is not his time to pass. And I, I introduced her to, to Jesus, and this young lady would just curse you up one side and down the other. She was a force to reckon with, but even the times that we went back to UAB, we had nothing but good reports concerning her change, but she came into the room one day when they had moved us to another side, and she was just bawling, just crying. Her brother had um, had an accident. He was on his motorcycle, failed to see a, a vehicle, a truck, stopped in front of him, and he was going about 55, 60 miles an hour, mm. and he hit it. Um, they brought him to UAB also. Uh, he wasn't expected to live. He had a lot of internal problems. His legs were broke. It was just, he was really, really messed up. And my husband at this time 
had had the, the um, open heart surgery and had been brought back to our room. And he was laying there in a lot of pain and really weak, and he called her over to his bedside, and he said, if you will listen to me, and if you will do what I tell you to do, your brother will live. And he sent me uh, to the, I don't remember which intensive care unit he was in, but he was in an intensive care unit. So I went with her, laid hands on him, and just spoke God's word over him for a speedy recover, uh, recovery and healing. And he only was in the hospital for a couple of weeks. And, and they reported that on his way home, that he and the young lady that he was living with gave their lives to the Lord. When he got home, he started seeing angels, an angel walking around in the house. But he had never had an experience like that before, and he it, it frightened him. He wasn't scared of it, but he was mm-hmm. scared to tell somebody because he feared that they're just going to think that I'm crazy, and sometimes people do. They think. White Castle presents CEO Lisa Ingram. My great-grandfather opened White Castle in 1921, which is why I'm excited to announce the new 1921 slider, inspired by how we made them 100 years ago, with a 100% beef patty topped with cheddar cheese, caramelized onions, tomato, lettuce, and pickles. Come see why originality never goes out of style. I'm Lisa, but you can call me the Slider Queen. White Castle. Long live sliders. Pasteurized processed cheese at participating castles. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that with the American Family Insurance Home Quote Tool, you can easily design a customized policy for your dream home right from the comfort of your couch. And fun paint fact, there are over 150 shades of white, like Hello White, Fluffy Bunny, Eggshell. They get it. Explore the AmFam Home Quote Tool at amfam.com home to learn more about your policy coverage options. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Products not available in every state. Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment. Even the ones spent stuck in traffic. (sighs) What a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' Refreshers, like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. You're on drugs or something when you say that you seed into the spirit realm. But his three-year-old son saw it and was talking to his father about it. And that gave, then he told everybody, and they told me, and he, of course, was attributing everything to his new experience um, in the Lord. But... My um, visitation was the highest visitation that one can have. It was not an angel. It was actually Jesus himself, and it was as a result of an experience that I was having with with uh, demons um, in my bedroom. We were in Augsburg, Germany, and I woke up one morning, and I could, I could not move. I heard these voices. Mm-hmm. It sounded like it was about eight eight or so entities at the head of my bed, to the side of my bed. They were not very tall. I could tell from the range of the voices that they were about uh, maybe three feet tall, but I could hear them, and they were laughing at me, and that was what got my attention. I thought, wow, they, they're laughing at me, and they're tormenting me. And then there was this, this hand um, that it was as if, when a person, a uh, husband and wife, say, are in the bed, and, and perhaps the husband will lay his arm over his wife and it just kind of hangs over, well, there was this arm. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't say anything. I was trying to say Jesus, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't come out because all, all my right, mouth Pastor, is like it had paralyzed me. Pastor, we're going to do a little bit of a cliffhanger here. We have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Okay. Please stand by. Thank you very much for joining us, Pastor. Exonation Pastor Patrick Elizabeth Sims is my special guest this hour. She is with Mana Ministries, www.manaministries.com, and that's M-A-N-N-A-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S dot net. We're talking about angels, miracles, and much more. We'll be back after the news. Don't go away. 
From our home to yours, this is Laura Rogers wishing all the members of the Exo Nation a very Merry Christmas and a happy and joyful New Year. Of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Which doctor's power and his ancient tribal ways cruelly collide with the force and authority of modern Africa? Africa is viewed through myriad eyes. You will never forget these characters. A young girl forced to endure a painful, cruel, and antiquated tribal custom. The sole survivor of a vicious tribal massacre. A nun who endures physical assault that compels her to question her faith. A deprived, disadvantaged schoolgirl who is infected with HIV. The translucent soul of a murdered friend. Welcome to Africa's Unfinished Symphony. While the tale of South Africa in the wake of World War II is riveting, violent, and cruel, it is also brimming with stories of kindness, compassion, and courage. Africa's Unfinished Symphony highlights commanding characters who not only bring haunting racial clashes to life, but also convey the intense conflicts that existed between archaic customs and modern influences. You will be captivated as you follow the convoluted path of Farida of the ancients battling to become Bertha of the modern world. But are the outcomes of her struggle the best results for her and her beloved Africa? Africa's Unfinished Symphony will immerse you in historic African themes that will jolt you out of complacency and into compassion. For more information on how you can get your very own copy of Africa's Unfinished Symphony, visit www.luciaman.com. That's www.luciaman.com. doctors because when I needed a second opinion and I went back and told him he was a good doctor but he wasn't there I got some woman in a white coat standing there I said excuse me but who are you she said I'm a nurse practitioner I said you mean you're practicing being a nurse she said no 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 not quite like that no I am a qualified nurse I said oh then why do they call you a practitioner because you're practicing on me I'm not sure I want that she said no 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 Nurse practitioners are allowed to give you prescriptions, help you with minor surgeries, and all that kind of thing. I, you know, and I take care of you when the doc's not around. She said, we're going to become really popular. I said, well, blimey, somebody like you is going to be really popular. Let me tell you. Oh, she said she got offended with that. So I said, sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. But now I know what a nurse practitioner is, don't I? Remember that, nurse practitioner, they're the future. Find a good one. For more information on Alfie and Jeff Knott, visit www.navigatingthehealthcaremaze.com. That's www.navigatingthehealthcaremaze.com. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network and X-Zone Broadcast Network. Visit our website at www.xzoneradiotv.com. Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hey, hold there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X-Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X-Zone radio show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
Exonation, Jonathan Goldman is our special guest, www.thedivinename.com. And that was Jonathan Toning. And uh, Jonathan, um, you, you say that it's a universal healing sound. How can it heal us? Uh, well, it's interesting. I mean, Rob, first and foremost, um, virtually any sound mm-hmm. that we make uh, with our voice, uh, as long as it's not constricted, uh, can actually help relieve tension and pain. I mean, just from a very, very basic level, what happens when you stub your toe? Oh, I, I let out one heck of a yelp. Yeah, you know, so it's, I mean, and this is just a natural aspect of toning to relieve mm-hmm. pain. And, you know, I mean, uh, when people are hurt, they will oftentimes moan and groan. There's another aspect of using, if you like, the voice, which is, you know, if it's relieving pain, it's healing. Mm-hmm. But they've also found scientifically that there are all sorts of things that occur when um, people make self-created sounds, including, for example, uh increased oxygen in the cells, increased levels of melatonin, which is this uh, uh, hormone that helps uh, create sleep and reduce levels of stress-related hormones, uh, the release of endorphins, which are uh, self-created opiates that work as natural painkillers. Just all sorts of different things are created by the physical body itself when we make sound, let alone this particular sound, which, as I said, brings the energy from the top of the head down to the base of the spine and the back out again. Mm-hmm. And when we experience that, it really puts us into a very, very deep and altered state of consciousness that allows us to, um, if you want, be not only in a really deep state of meditation, but I like to believe it also allows us to be able to commune with what, what could be called the divine. Now, how can something as powerful as the divine name actually work with all the other religions on the on the planet? How how can it work if someone doesn't believe, for example, in God or the divine? Right. Uh, well, that's a great question, and uh, um, I would say that when you sound this. Okay, or even when you're listening to it, there are, um, you know, physiological effects that transcend our belief system. Because once again, there's an aspect of sound that goes simply into our ears, into our brains, and it affects uh, our nervous system. There's a science based on this called psychoacoustics. And so certain sounds, for example, cause a reduction of heartbeat, respiration, and brain waves. And then when you begin to actually work with sounds and learning to make them in a certain pattern, you can literally feel the physical resonance with this sound going from the top of your head back down to the uh, base of my spine and then back up again. And it's not a matter of belief. It's simply a matter of experience. All right, so basically if some, once somebody experiences it, that's when the change is made. Right. Hmm, interesting. You know, I, I just came back from teaching a workshop uh-huh. uh, at a place in the United States called Yogaville, and it was a wonderful uh, place uh, and basically founded by Hindu Swami, but the people at the workshop were from all different traditions. So I had, uh, you know, uh, secular people uh, chanting with very, very, you know, um, people who were interested in healing, but perhaps not of a particular thing. And it was just amazing to, to have a group of people from all different traditions sound together and ultimately at the end mm-hmm. of the workshop be in a state of awe at the power of this sound. Now, once again, you, you ask, well, how, you know, from different traditions? And the fact is, Rob, that we're talking about the vowel sounds. And what's so wonderful about the vowel sounds is that they're found in every different tradition. And, you know, you can basically teach somebody how to resonate their physical body and the, their energy centers with the vowel sounds without having them have to believe mm-hmm. in something. It's something they can simply experience. 
you know, but getting biblical, if I can for a second, sure. you know, there's the old story in the Bible of the uh, Tower of Babel, right? Yes. People were able to communicate with each other. And then because of their hubris, their pride, for whatever reason, uh, they tried to build a stairway to heaven. And uh, the divine basically decided to stop that by making them unable to communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. Well, the easiest way you could do that would be to simply put some consonants in different places in different uh, 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 sentences creating different languages, and all of a sudden people couldn't communicate. But the vowel sounds, they're pure, and in a lot of traditions, they're perceived of as being the sounds of the God planes, for want of a better term. What benefits can intoning the divine name provide, uh, provide both spiritually and physically, Jonathan? Well, once again, you know, um, as I was mentioning, physically, Rob, you know, you have this uh, lowering of heart rate mm-hmm. res- or blood pressure, respiration, or brain waves, and all these different wonderful, uh, you know, neurochemicals being released from melatonin yep. to uh, the, the opiates to um, what are the, uh, this is not nitrous oxide, which is uh, what you go to the dentist's office for, but something called nitric oxide, which is a molecule that they, that is really being associated with uh, the uh, promotion of healing. It's a fairly new discovery, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that's released through sound. And of course, once again, um, just resonating our energy centers, our chakras, uh, if you like, are you know, which once again is all, also being validated by modern uh, science. And then I'm most interested also in the fact that if people can get together and make this sound together, they actually have the potential of um, interfacing and shifting the very consciousness of the planet. Now, I know I just said something very, very heavy. Tell me, is toning being used in hospitals to help those who are uh, less fortunate than, than those of us who enjoy strong health? Um, a very excellent question again, and uh, well, obviously, naturally, it is because people do moan and groan and make sound in hospitals. And you know, as an experiment, if you ever want to try it sometime, uh, stub your toe and don't make a sound, or don't stub your not purposely. No, 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 no. Do, no. What, what I'm saying, know, what I'm saying, Jonathan, is is the the toning that we're discussing today I don't mean the groaning I mean the toning is it yeah. being is it being used in hospitals uh, across the United States and Canada and if not why uh boy that's such a wonderful question again and it I would say not and usually in a hospital zone it usually says quiet please doesn't it well it, it uh, does in other words you know uh Despite the really therapeutic effects of uh, toning such as this, uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, I guess either a lot of people would find it disturbing or else just distracting or, or something, but which is too bad because it is so therapeutic. Have you ever approached a hospital or, or a doctor and said, listen, I have something here that I believe with all my heart that can help cure people? It can help people, and I'd like to talk to you about it, and I'd like to give you a demonstration, and I'd like to try and see if it works in a hospital. Well, 30 years ago, I, I began doing this, and mm-hmm. I certainly had very, very interested hospital staff. And now, 30 years later, uh, with a little bit more of an awareness of the way the medical system works, uh, I think that probably um, with millions of dollars to do the research, uh, to prove that which we already know, uh, it might then get into hospitals. I have a uh, student friend who is a um, teacher at Harvard uh, Medical School, and um, literally uh, he was saying, well, let's, uh, you know, I really want to research the sound work so that we can really present it, and we went spent quite a while trying to do that. And, Rob, it was just at this particular time too difficult because the uh, pharmaceutical industry seems to have so much of a grasp. Uh, all right, so I, so is is the answer to my question no? Yeah, no, because uh, basically what would happen if they found out you could cure a headache with a sound instead of a pill? All right, so, but but what is the sense in having this this um, this technique that can help people if 
you're not really pushing it to the point where it can really make a difference, and that's with those who are in the hospital. Well, I mean, I think that it can actually really make a difference for anybody, whether they're suffering from, you know, because once again, uh, you know, I think it, it may be the ultimate healing sound, but on a level, I don't think we have to be ill in order to experience it. And what I you know, would like to suggest, Rob, is that if people, any people can learn to do it, not people just in hospitals, but people at home, people, you know, and they make but the sound, it's, it's, all, all of a sudden, they're going to go to a place that no, no, is hold on here, hold on here, uh, almost hold on psychotropic here. No, no, and hold it'll on here, change hold on their here. lives. Hold on here. You see, I, I, I come from a different school than most talk show hosts. Like, I give a damn about people. I give a damn mm-hmm. about the people who are in the hospitals. I give a damn about the people who are hungry. I give a damn about the people who are homeless. And if this toning method can actually help people, and if I was able, if I was the inventor, or if I was the person who found that, man, I'd be beating down the doors so hard. I'd contact my congressman. I'd contact my senator. And I would make a positive, dif- a positive difference instead of trying to get people who whose lives aren't that bad, to buy the book. Like, let's help the people who really need it, never mind the people who can afford it. The people who need it are the ones who can best benefit, right or wrong. Rob, I'm not in disagreement with you at all. I'm simply coming from a whole lot of experience and frustration. So I'm going to invite anybody who's listening who feels like they want to spearhead and organize this uh, to please, you know, contact me, and we will work with them because it's so important. But, but why, would, just have, why would you want somebody else to spearhead it, to, to organize it, when it's your project? Isn't that kind of okay. pa- isn't that passing the responsibility on to someone else? No, because I also, uh, Rob, have some extraordinary recordings that are really, really uh, powerful and mm. really, really can help reduce pain and do all sorts of things. And then I could just as easily uh, be knocking on hospital doors, uh, sending them, uh, you know, trying to go, why aren't you using these CDs? You need a CD player in every room to help, you know, you will need less um, painkillers, you will need less this, that, and the other thing. And those are all true. And actually what we do is we donate different CDs to mm-hmm. hospitals, but I can't go over there and see if they're being tossed in the trash, if they're being, you know, what's happening. So I have found for myself that the best thing that I can do mm-hmm. is talk about this. The best thing that I can do is do teachings of this, doing transmissions of this, writing books, sharing information such right. as that. But uh, for myself, uh, you know, at, at this stage in my development, when I was 30 years old, Rob, I did it. And, you know, I had a lot of doors slammed in my face because they weren't real interested. I think this is so important, mm-hmm. but I think it's for somebody else to do. It's like doing research. I think that, you know, one of the things hospitals really, obviously the medical community, the scientific community, oh, they, you know, people are going, what's the research? Yeah. Where's the proof that this is real? And I go, well, you can just experience it and have the proof. They go, no, we need the, you know, scientific data. We need the scientific research. I'm not a researcher. That All right, is stand, not my stand by. You and, I have to take our, you and I have to take our final break. We'll be back on the other side. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. Jonathan Goldman is our guest. His website is www.thedivinename.com. We'll be back after this break. Don't go away. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings, slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From Out of the Woodwork will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com.
The new non-fiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howell expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Expose Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. If you enjoy reading a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love From Out of the Woodwork by William S. Peckham. Sean Kennedy, a Toronto contractor, buys derelict houses, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, a century house in ruins, and starts the renovation, the house fights back. He is visited by ghosts of owners past, his visions are triggered by touching an oak mantle, reading a faded letter, opening an old locket, or opening a brand new casket in the basement. These visions will take you on a trip across southern Ontario from Niagara Falls to Toronto to Kingston. From Out of the Woodwork is now available in paperback and on your favorite electronic reader. To order your copy of From Out of the Woodwork, go to www.williamspeckham.com. That's www.williamspeckham.com. Donation, our guest this hour is Pastor Patrick Elizabeth Sims. And uh, the pastor is with Mana Ministries. Their website is www.manaministries.net and they're located in Lawton, Oklahoma. First of all, Pastor, thank you very much for sharing your time and and your your experiences with us here in the Exona and around the world to our listeners. Um, I understand, Pastor, you have a new book coming out in 2011 entitled Eyewitness. Can you tell us what it's about, ma'am? It's, it has a lot to do with some of the things that we've been talking about here today, witnessing, being an eyewitness to the miracle of mm-hmm. my husband, who is really a continuous miracle. Um, my son, I had a dream, and my husband had a dream. I, Someone had a gun pointed to my son's head and pulled the trigger, and I, he called, and I wanted to warn him to be aware, and, but it had already happened, and we had been praying for him. My husband was called out in the, in the night to, um, to pray for him, and mm-hmm. when we shared that with him, he said it already happened. He had witnessed someone get killed, oh, and they had actually put the gun to his head, pulled the trigger three times, and it didn't go off until they removed it from his head. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's several um, 
testimonies and the miracles and divine interventions that have taken place with my life, my um, immediate family, mm-hmm. my husband, my children, myself, my father, my mother, because uh, people wonder, many people wonder, do miracles still happen today? And uh, absolutely, because I've been experiencing them for the last 34 years. Miracles are, are a constant in my life. Once again, Pastor, thank you very much for joining us. A great pleasure talking to you. And I do hope that one day in the future, you and I will have the opportunity of meeting once again here in the X-Zone. I would love to, Rob. Thank you so much. Take care, Pastor. Blessings to you and your family. You have a blessed evening. Thank, thank you very you. much, ma'am. X-Zone Nation, our guest this hour has been Pastor Patrick Elizabeth Sims, and uh, she is with net. They're located in Lawtonaw, Oklahoma. And if you'd like to drop a note to the pastor, P.O. Box 3605, that's Post Office Box 3605, Lawton, Oklahoma, 73502. You can also visit the uh, the pastor online, www.manaministries.com. That's M-A-N-N-A-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S. Net. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Don't go away. Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment. Even the ones spent stuck in traffic. (sighs) What a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' Refreshers like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. 